0: Hi, this is Nancy Uralt, and welcome to High Road to Humanity, and guess who I have back here? It's Carmen Turner Shot, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity, Carmen.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm excited you're here. Um, you guys, so I always talk about the angels. I always talk about how I've incarnated into this body as an angelic being, you know, and people like, some people roll their eyes, and some people like, yeah, I knew that, and, um but she's written this book, The Mysteries of the Twelfth Astro- Astrological House. And she calls us fallen angels. Now, I told her I didn't like the fallen angel <laughs> part. But tell, tell the audience, yes. um, first of all, why do you call us fallen angels?
1: Yes. So through, through my research and just through being a Twelfth House person myself, And hearing everybody's stories and through the years as a counselor and in my astrology groups, we all had a similar experience of feeling like we weren't from earth. You know, everybody that has a lot of Pisces energy, you know, you're a Pisces moon, you have twelfth house planets, this house in our chart, it really makes us feel like we are, we are foreign. We're an alien. We're very different from the family we're born in. You know, we were born born with psychic gifts. We're born with dreams. We're born with an awareness of the other side of, uh, what death means. You know, we have all these deep questions and, and no one really knows what to tell us. Cause we're like little wise, old little souls walking around in a, you know, when we're little and it starts when we're little. And so many people tell me, I feel like I was adopted. I asked yes. my parents. I always I adopted,
0: adopted. honestly. Yeah. To- no, yeah. Here you guys. I yeah. always, Thought there is no way I was born yes. to this family because I don't belong here.
1: Yeah. We don't, and we don't feel like we belong to our parents. We don't feel like they're our parents because we know that's an internal knowing that we belong to God. We God is our true parent. We came here for learning, and we picked our parents is what I believe to learn what you know we need to learn, and so we can't. You know we we don't understand that when we're little. Um, but what happens is as, you know, house people get older, they feel like they're looking in on things like they're an outsider looking at like like the world is a dream. Mm-hmm. They have these feelings where they feel like they're outside their body mm-hmm. and they're just an observer. So they have all these abilities and these things that happen. And the reason I call them fallen angels, it's not a bad thing. It's not, you know, biblical or anything like that. It just uh, it, it was inspired by an article I wrote because. We fell to this earth realm as a spirit and we were in, in, in heaven. We were angelic souls and we chose to come to this lower, hard, scary, kind of negative earth Can you realm. Believe it? Can you believe
0: we chose this? But go ahead.
1: But we picked it now and we I believe we chose to fall down here and, yeah. and take on this body. And then yeah. we when we wake up, we're like, we don't belong here. We right. know from a young age we don't belong here. So that's why I call us fallen angels. It's not a bad thing. It's that we are angels walking on this earth, in this earth realm, and we are here. And we're trying to figure out what we're meant to do now that we're here because we know we're not from here. And it kind of reminds me of that movie, um, City of Angels with Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan. That's also what inspired it because, you know, he was an angel and he he chose to fall to earth to become human for her Uh because of love. Right. And and look what happened to him. If you watch the movie, he had one thing after the other but, Right, then she dies. Right. He loses her. And it's like he became human and all this stuff happened. He should have just stayed an angel. Right. But he wanted that experience of being in a human body. And that's what he did. So that's kind of uh, I associate that with the 12th house and the fallen angels uh, title. Um
0: Right. Well, let's back up a little bit for people who don't know about the 12th house. There's so much to talk about today. You guys, we're going to do the podcast and the TV show today because this is a really cool book. And I have to say it just it captured. Of course, I my um I have. Uh, what did you tell me? Pisces in Pisces the- moon. Yes. Pisces moon. moon. So and I kind of knew as I started to read this, I felt like she had written this about me. Um, Not to make that, because I know you guys don't like to watch shows that go, oh, she's all about her. That's not true. There's a lot of us that are here. The 12th house is the most spiritual house in the astrological chart, first of all. And 12th house people are the kindest, most compassionate and sensitive people on the planet, she says in the book. So explain to the audience. And I just wonder how many of us are
1: here. Yeah, there's. It's it's interesting because people, you know, reach out to me and say, am I a 12th house or in my opinion, what makes someone a, a 12th house person is if you have, of course, any of your major planets, even your node in that area of life, which is, um, you know, when you look up at the sky when we're born uh, from Earth, all the planets are in a certain uh, star constellation, which are the signs and they're in a certain area of the sky. And that means that the moment time, place your birth, you chose to have planets in the 12th house, or you have a lot of Pisces in your chart, Pisces sun, Pisces moon, Pisces rising. I also look at where is Neptune because some people have a very strong Neptune placement in their chart. And that would make you also Piscean and very much a 12th house person. So you would resonate with everything in this book and you would feel that it it really had to do with your life. And, um, And I can always, you know, people can reach out to me and, and have me look at their chart and let them know if they have, you know, 12th house planets. If you want to learn more, I have a website.
0: Yeah. How do they, how do they do that? How do they do that? Carmen?
1: So I got a new website I just launched. I'm excited. And it's my name. It's, it's www.carmenturnershot.com. Okay. S-C-H-O-T-T.com. And I have all my books on there. I have a, a consultation page. You can contact me through the site. And I'll, I'll and it'll come to my Gmail and and uh, send me your birth stuff. I can look it up. You can also go to Astro dot com, yeah. which, which is a free site. And this is what you need if you're a new beginner or you don't know much about astrology. You just need to know your your month and date and year of birth. You need to know your exact time of birth, a.m. or p.m. The time is very important because okay. that shows us what where everything is in the houses, uh, we can still get a good chart without a time, but it's the the time is so important. And then city, state, country, place. And you put all that in and it'll pull up a wheel and it, it's 12 houses. It looks and there's all these symbols. I that's know your, that's your chart. Yeah, it's cool.
0: I'm sorry. I get so excited. I've been on ask.com for a long time. And I think it's out of Switzerland, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's out, it, yeah. They call it astro dense or something, it's like in a yeah, I I yeah. mean,
0: for years, I it's yeah. cool you can put your stuff in there. So, thanks for sharing that with the audience. You're welcome. Okay, let's back up. So, when you were little and when a lot of 12th house people were little, um, you did see ghosts or you had a bubble come in your room. What was your first experience? Because yes. you're a 12th house, so I need to say this, hardly yes. need a 12th house, sir. Let's even re- rewind further. When you were like 16, I think it was, you started yes. to realize this stuff. Talk about it.
1: Yes. When when I was little, I I always felt like there were people in my room, okay, at night. I was afraid of the dark. Me too. So I had to have a nightlight on and I was very imaginative. That's another thing with 12th house. And, and no one really taught us that our imagination is really connected to our spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always my parents would say, it's just your imagination. Go back to sleep. But I would I would just wake up and I would feel like there were just a group of people standing at the foot of my bed like this, this feeling. And I was afraid because I did. It was the unknown. Right. right. And I remember as a child, my mother, I had very vivid dreams. I would have wake her up every night because my dreams were so real. I was a sleepwalker. I Me- would like act out my dreams and walk down the hall and try to get out the door and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, did
0: you do that too? I was a sleepwalker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They yeah. would find me at the at the foot at the top of the stairs. They yes. caught me several times. And when I was a child, I would sleepwalk. Why did we
1: sleepwalk? You say because we were trying to work it out or what? No, this is something 12th house people and Pisces people, people that have um psychic abilities, we tend to do this because we are um when we dream, we're in a higher and a deeper level of consciousness. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of like when you meditate or when you, you know. Um, you know, do different practices. Uh, we call it dream walking, sleepwalker. You know, uh, we're dream walkers, so we travel in our dream world, is what some people believe. And 12th house people, the 12th house is related to sleep, dreams, all that. And Pisces, that's why we tend to have these sleep issues. We can have sleep uh, paralysis. We can, I've had that happen many times. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Where I, what, where, what would happen was when I was younger, I would wake up and I would know I'm awake. My mind would be awake and I would be in my bed and I wasn't sleeping anymore, but I would look and there would be someone standing there. And (laughs) I would, and I would scream. Right. But but nothing came out, right? When you scream, it came out. No. And it would, and I would, I would all of a sudden be really awake and I'm in my bed. So it's kind of like, we're attached to our physical body when we dream, but our soul. Some people believe, and I believe this in ancient uh, Native Americans that that our is connected to the body by by the by the silver cord. Right, and so we can travel, and when we dream in our spirit, our soul can go places. And I do believe they call it, you know, shamans call it dream walking. I was told I'm a dream walker, you know, when I was young, and I've always been very had vivid dreams. I dream of the future. And right. that's what started for me is I had a dream about my neighbor. And um, when I was about 15, that actually the whole thing happened just as I dreamed it the next day. Wow! And even down to the hat and glasses that he had on. Right. And, and everything he said, everything happened just as I dreamed. And no one could explain it to me. That's why I always felt different from other people. I always felt a little bit alone. And I always was obsessed with angels since I was right. little. That's yeah. another thing we have in common. Yes. I collected them. I wanted them. Yeah. And I was not raised to go to church. And I wasn't like raising a spiritual family. I was born this way. Right. Why? It's because we are not, we are different. We came, our soul is here to do a certain mission and we're meant to help other people. And we're meant to, we're meant to be spiritual. 12th houses have to have a, a, a spiritual path and a connection to a higher power. Right. That's how mm-hmm. we survive. That's what we have, have to go through hard experiences to learn that.
0: All right. I'm going to stop you because we're doing okay. the podcast today. Okay. Uh, you guys, the book is The Mysteries of the 12th Astrological House Fallen Angels is by Carmen Turner Schott. This is Nancy Uralt. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back
2: hang on we have more stories to tell on high road to humanity check out nancy's website nancyyearout.com to book a session with nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities
1: your the world is coming watch the
0: colors. Hi, this is Nancy Uralt, and I want to thank all of my listeners for supporting High Road to Humanity. You can listen to High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Internet Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. The show is now streaming on Binge TV networks. Just search for High Road to Humanity. If you guys are interested in a spiritual reading or coaching, visit my website, nancyuralt.com. Hi, this is Nancy Errol, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here today with Carmen Turner Schott. The book is The Mysteries of the Twelfth Astrological House. And we're talking about angels on Earth, and both of us are incarnated angels. Now, when you talk about being frozen in your sleep, I just want to bring up, Carmen, the only time it's happened to me, it happened to me twice, and I was in Ireland. And I woke up, and there was this man's face and he had metal in his teeth like he was scary and he was yeah. hairy and he was dark and he was scary and i was frozen and yeah. i couldn't move and i couldn't wake up my friend and i couldn't scream or anything actually it's happened twice and it only happened when i was in ireland and
1: i don't know why okay yes that that has to do with the energy of the land that's what so, i thought so the same thing same thing for me when I've had the, the you know, psychologist called sleep paralysis, but I know it's more than that. It, it, it's, it's that we are, um, we're sensitive to yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. And so um, certain places I've lived, I travel, we moved, we moved around a lot because my husband was in, uh, in the military. So I, I always was moving for like 25 years of my life and certain places I lived never happened. I never had that right. thing happen where I'd wake up and frozen and see so but it happened a lot um in Ohio, the oh. land, and it was something about Ohio. That's, born. And,
0: that's where I'm from.
1: Really? I had that happen all the time in Ohio. It was so much so. That's when I reached out to someone and they told me that I was a dream walker and they were trying to explain to me how to control it. But I would lose I would lose control of it just like a lucid dream. I, I would know I'm dreaming, but then when I realized, oh. I'm awake. I would, then I would lose it. I wake up. So it's, it's a similar thing. Um, I think, you know, I didn't want to do it. I I, I kind of asked for God to take it away because I didn't like it. Right. Um, I didn't like the feeling. And I, and I, and I prayed about it and it, and really, it, it rarely happens to me anymore, but it happened a lot in Ohio. It happened when I lived in Germany, mm-hmm. but Virginia, uh, only once. And when I've lived in Illinois several times, never happened. In Illinois, ever.
0: Never happened yeah. here to me in New Mexico, but I want to rewind to Ohio real quick because there's something about Ohio. I, I was born and raised in Ohio. Nice. And uh I grew up on a farm. But now as I do this show and I talk to people, there is so much galactic activity in Ohio. Ohio's yes. like the hub. And yes. so for whatever reason, that place you're cracked. And yeah. I think in Ireland, it was the old part of the land, but let's, let's move on. There's so much to talk about. Sure. One of the things that really hit home with me, and I want to tell other people, if they have uh, their, the situation that you and I have, um, that we are here to help humanity. Um, there is a loneliness. Uh, There's a desire to withdraw from the real world. The 12th house, um, you know, how can I say this? I like to go out, but I'd rather be home.
1: Yeah, me too. I'd love to be home. We need our solitude. Solitude is so important for Pisces people, 12th house people. Um, we need that time to withdraw and self-care and to really um, fill our tank up, so to speak, whether it's listening to music, meditation, yoga, reading right. a book, right. you know, um, whatever it is we like to do but we need a place in our room like a like a sanctuary. I have like a spiritual room is what I call it. And everywhere we've lived, I've told my husband, I need a, I need a room just for me mm-hmm. where I come and do my work. Mm-hmm. I meditate. I have my, you know, I do my, um, you know, just my relaxation in here, read and uh, listen to music. And I have, that's where I am now in my little office. And I, I have to have my own space. And if we don't, we can become burned out and have yeah. compassion fatigue because we, we are empaths. So we take on everybody else's stuff mm-hmm. and we have to, and and sometimes I remember my friends never understood me because I love my friends, but and then in college, they would want to go out to bars, go out and party, go to these places with a lot of people. I always would feel so uncomfortable. It would, it would yeah. physically hurt me. I'm right. like, I, I, need, gonna- I need to go back. Right. I need to Let me home.
0: Let me stop you for a second, especially in a bar. And yes. I know all this stuff when I was younger, but now I realize it's that en- that dark energy in a bar that is why I had so many things happen to me if I would go to a bar. It was like I wasn't allowed to go to a bar. I w- I've had cr- I've had people fight over me that I didn't even know in wow. a bar. Wow. I can't because of the energy there. Yeah, that crazy, and that's years ago, you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh but yeah, young, to- young days. Yeah. And I wasn't antisocial. I mean, you know, sometimes 12th house people can be seen as um, private, you know, we're private, we're secluded, we like to be secluded away from a lot of us become nuns, priests, monks, rabbis, because we love. And I love that I almost became a nun. That's another story.
0: Um, I I saw that in the book, you almost became a nun. And you say, because it's escaping from the world is a way to find peace for us.
1: Yes, we have to have peace and harmony. I work best if I'm able to work from home, like remote work, telework, right. work, where I am i don't have a lot of noise, a lot of people interrupting or want to talk to me because I focus better when I'm in peaceful, quiet surroundings. Hey, and I,
0: but I'm going to stop you there because we only yeah. really have an hour show. <laughs> I know, I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. I want to get into the part where we are here seeking a soulmate connection. There's a reason I'm getting into this, yeah. because this is really what hit home with me so much. Yeah. We're here to seek a soulmate connection, and then because we're so from the heart, and then in every one of our charts, and I want to know if this is true. I'm going to make this statement, and you tell me if I'm right. Yeah. We are betrayed by the people we trust the most.
1: Yes, this this is one of the hardest lessons that uh pisces people uh and 12th house people have to learn is what is true love because and i was this way ever since i was young i believed in a soulmate i had this mystical uh i was just born with this belief that there was some special person out there that god was sending to me right and um 12th house people they tend to idealize people Mm-hmm. And they see only the good in people because they're, they're fallen, they're fallen angels. They fell here and they're like, they think everyone's like them. I know they think everyone loves like them. Everyone is kind like them and they sacrifice like them. Right. Cause 12th house people are selfless. Right. They don't they, they, they're not selfish. So they attract selfish people a lot of times.
0: Narcissist. And and yes. Let Let me just say a couple of things here. I'm going to stop yes. you. So first of all, I want to say, and I was going to say this earlier, that when we are born, my mother was a narcissist. We yeah. I was born into a family, and I believe that was on purpose because she was a narcissist, and she taught me how not to be.
1: That's but, very common. Yes.
0: But then I married a narcissist. Yes. Because it's almost like you're trying to work things out. But what we have to realize, and I want to get to the nitty gritty here is, what we have to realize is the reason we're here is to learn to love ourselves.
1: Yes. Yes. The more, that's the the goal of of the 12th house person in Pisces, especially too, is that um, we have to learn to have boundaries, but we have to learn that 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 kind of love, that angelic, godly kind of love that we give to people that let's be honest they don't always deserve it
0: or appreciate it by the way no
1: they don't appreciate it and we often feel that we're not valued or appreciated and we give 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 but we often just have people take and that's a lesson we have to learn is that we can we need to love ourselves with that same passion and give that to ourselves and to a higher power we don't no person, no human being, is ever going to be able to love like a twelfth house,er because they love like an angel would, right? So that's where we get disappointed from reality and from the real world and, and from That's practical. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well,
0: and people betray us because here's the other thing: angels are honest. We don't oh, lie. Yeah. Well, yes. we get fib every once in a while, but not like most people. And if somebody's lying to us, we know it, and we actually yes. let it go.
1: Yeah. We ignore the red flags. We ignore all the
0: red flags. And then it's like, as we get older and as we get messed over so many times, it feels like Carmen, then we start to, I believe this is what I think. I'll just tell you what I think. And I want to know your feelings. So we got about three minutes. (laughs) So I think that, okay, so we get betrayed and then we're, we're, we're like, Oh my God. And we're devastated. And then like for me personally, and you write about this in the book, which at home, I've like just been by myself for a couple years. Yeah. Because, but then we have to be careful we don't get stuck and not yeah. go out into the world, which I do yes. go out into the world, but not that much yeah because it's a balancing act we're learning how to we don't want to get messed over again now we've learned how to love ourselves we've gotten yeah. older as we get older there's light at the end of the tunnel you guys you yeah. start to get wiser and you start to realize these things you start to set the boundaries for people yeah. but being betrayed is such a big thing um that it takes us like a couple years and you said it took you like 3 years a couple years to just you know, recuperate.
1: Yes, yes, to to really learn from what I I went through. And I did a lot of videos on YouTube about uh, the 12th house and love and soulmate stuff. And and even in the book, I've had so many people like us, these 12th houses, these Pisces folks write me Mm -hmm. and say, thank you for, for this book, because this is me, this is what I've been doing. And it's causing me all this pain because this is what I realized. There is not just one soulmate out there for us. And unfortunately, people, this idealistic thing about love is what gets us hurt the most. And, and and it's because we're seeking that kind of love from a higher power. We need that connection from a higher power because no one can fulfill us like that can. And so we're, we look for it in people because we want to feel connected and we want to feel a bond and we want to feel less lonely. Right. Because so one thing I realized that 12th house people do and Pisces people is that we get confused with tr- what loving what we think we love someone. But what we often what it really is, this is what it was for me and a lot of people that I met. They were in, they felt people's pain. They thought they confused feeling people's pain with love. So it's the more someone needed them and the more wounded someone was and the more they felt needed. The more they felt that they love that person, that person is everything to them and they made them everything. But what it is, is they were feeling their pain. That's not true love. That's not what love, unconditional love All right, is. We've got to
0: go to commercial break. I'm going to stop yeah. you, Carmen. We are doing the podcast today. If you guys want to listen to the podcast, we are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We are on TogiNet Radio, who produces the podcast, and many more iHeartRadio. I'm here today with Carmen Turner-Shaw. The book is The Mysteries of the Twelfth Astrological House. This is Nancy out This is Hyrule Humanity, and we will be right back. <laughs>
2: Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road.
0: Help me, TogiNet. You're my only hope. I want to start a podcast, but I simply don't have time. How do I take care of the details, editing, contacting guests? Where do I put it so that people can listen in?
2: Fear not. The podcasting wizards here at TogiNet can take care of all of the details because we provide full-service podcasting for all of our hosts so that you can focus on your message. We even build you a webpage that you can edit, and we send your podcast out to Spotify and iTunes so that your message is easy to find.
1: Wow!
0: You can do all of that? You've magically cured my anxiety. Where do I sign up?
2: You can find all of our packages on our website, toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. If you would like to talk to one of us, call us at 903-787-5880 or email us at staff at toginetradio.com. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road.
0: Hi, this is Nancy. Real. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with my friend Carmen Turner Shaw, I should say my fellow angelic soul. Um, because we were both angels here. Uh now, do you think that we
1: reincarnated several times uh as angels? I I do. One one of the things about the 12th house and Pisces, it's called cool, is that the 12th Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac. It's the final sign. That's why it rules the 12th house, which is the final um house of life. So mm-hmm. a lot of astrologers believe that when you have a lot of Pisces or 12th house energy, that you're kind of on your final lifetime. This is and it. Thank God. You're, you're kind of <laughs> like an old soul, right? You, you've you been around the block a while and and, and and you've mastered a lot of things, but that's why we're more challenged yeah. this when we have these placements and these 12th house energies, because we're here for a very important purpose. Everyone is, everyone has a mission and purpose. Everyone's important, but 12th house people tend to feel like they have a lot of loss or challenges that other people don't have. Right. And they and they can feel like a victim at times because of this. And they got to get out of that victim uh, mentality and realize that this is to make them stronger so right. they can go on to help other people. And you know the 12th house is also called the house of secret enemies. Mm-hmm. Secret enemies, secrets, hidden things. It's things that we don't see clearly, which is other people, their motives, um even our childhood some people, you know, there's a lot of secrets. Uh, they can have an absent or missing um, father figure or mother figure, depending on what planets are in the 12th. So that makes that feeling of looking for a parent and looking for a spiritual path more important because mm-hmm. they they often are, you know, have those experiences. So they have to find who their true parent is, which is God. God and, that, okay. and I'll tell you what an astrologer told me when I was 16 years old. He or no, I was 19. I had my first chart. And he told me, "Your your son is in the twelfth house in Venus." He said, "Anything you put before God will get taken away from you." And I was like, "What?" And I and that hit me. You know, when I was only nineteen. You know, I'm 47 now. But what he said, all these years later, I realized was true. And and, and anything that we that twelfth houseers and, and put before our purpose it often gets taken because it's distracting us from what we're here to do. Right, yeah, right. So I just
0: want to say this. So I'm going to stop you. So for all of us, because I have to ask this question. So for all of us, like I think about what I'm doing the show and that's my purpose because I am God's messenger. I am God's voice. I am here. That's why there was this yearning when I wrote my book that I didn't get out there. And then I did the podcast and I wasn't, people weren't hearing me. And then I got on the TV on the YouTube because we have this yearning in our God. We know why we're here. We're the voice of God. We're the shining light. And when we connect to God and we're on our mission, okay, I'm just going to say this. Then I feel like we're prosperous, but we can also get stuck in our house. Like I was talking about before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I want to throw this out there. I have so much to say you guys, but when <laughs> you get stuck in your house, then God pushes you out.
1: Yes, because you can't, we can't escape from the world forever because we're meant to serve. We're meant to help people. And if we don't go out into the world or connect with people in some way, you know, even if it's on Zoom, even if it's on these radio shows, you're connecting with people and you're having conversations. So you're doing it in a 12th house Pisces way, which is okay. As long as you use your gifts to help in some way. You okay. might not be someone that should be going out to work a nine to five job every day because no, you might not. be so drained. You'll be miserable. So right. you, that's how I am. I, I i need, I do best if I'm, if I'm home and, and, and helping people. And, and also I do have to force myself out to exactly. see my, my family or my, you know, go see my nephew or niece's ball game. Right. I go and, and then I just can't wait to get back home. Right. Yeah. you know Cause that's where I feel comfortable. And, right. and, and, and that's, what a lot of 12th houses feel like is um, there's a difference between escapism and truly just being content, being by yourself at home. You know, it, sometimes if, if life gets tough, we escape from our problems and that's why the 12th house is also associated with addiction, right? Ad- addiction, alcoholism, you know, food, work, it could be anything that becomes addictive that, and and why do people get addicted to things to numb their emotions? Because because twelfth houses are so sensitive and Pisces people are very sensitive. They feel everything. They don't have those boundaries to protect themselves from from other people's energy or their karma. Right. So the tw- yeah right. it
0: takes time. And I want to say this to people. It's taken me and I want to ask you too, years. Yes. To, to figure out how to protect myself from other people and other energies, even doing this show, the energy yeah. comes through Zoom. I am on a constant. And I will say this, and not to be weird or anything, I want to throw yeah. this out there. I have entities that try to get at me. That's part of the my chart. And so I really have to watch because there are, there is, there are demonic, you know, forces out there and the, we are angels. We are angelic and they see our light. And in a lot of ways, I want to say that I've been protected and I want to know how you feel like. People don't really know who I am at certain points in my life, and maybe even not yet, because they're not supposed to.
1: See, this is what's really cool about 12th house too, two and Pisces is that. We're known to be invisible, okay? That's one of our gifts is invisibility. People will walk by. I've, I've had this happen. I'll be on a live call and they'll introduce, They'll have everyone introduce themselves or and they always forget me. It's like I'm not there or I'm in my desk and people walk by. Oh, I didn't know you were in there. It's like they don't see us because our energy, it's our energy is not from earth. It's like a little bit different. Our energy, people... Will always say, you know, oh, I didn't even see you were here. Yeah, I'm here, and I started feeling invisible. And people tell me the same thing. So I wrote an article about it. How um, did we, They don't always see us because they're. It's it's really to protect us. That's Something what I thought. Like okay,
0: because yeah. I went to this. I went to this event. I'll tell really quick. I went to this event, and this lady invited me, and they really wanted me to come. And then nobody even talked to me or noticed I was there. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. somebody I was with said, "Well, you're cloaked."
1: And I said, well, I didn't cloak myself. No, no, it's not that you're cloaked. It's that your energy is, is alien. It's, it's foreign. So a lot of 12th house people, <laughs> this is what's really cool. Um, well, you know, when we talk about the whole alien thing, you know, the, o, the old blood type, a lot of 12th houses have. Yeah, o blood. I'm, yes. I'm yeah. O negative. See, I started seeing this and, and yes. the old the O blood I am. and I did it. We don't they don't know where our our line came from. They think maybe it was the Nephilim, which were the fallen angels that came into Earth in the Bible. This is there's a whole research on this. You can I know that's why I didn't like fallen angels because I'm not a fallen angel. No, it's no, it's no regular. (laughs) No, no, it's not a bad thing. God sent those angels, the Nephilim down to Earth to help humans. I mean, this is just where they say that our genetic um, DNA comes from people that have old blood, which is interesting because a lot of 12th house people and people that feel yeah. like we do and yeah. have these spiritual abilities or these mystical experiences that can't explain. Uh, they have old blood. Talk and about that-
0: grandma. I'm going to stop you. Tell the story about grandma, your grandmother.
1: Oh yes. There's so much about my grandma. But um, how the she saw the angel. Story. Yes. Thank yes. You. So my grandmother was like me. So she was a 12th house And. She had. Yes. And I I knew I didn't find out till I was um, a senior in high school right when I graduated because they moved back to my hometown and I really got to know her. So we spent every weekend together talking for hours. And one day she cool. used to always go take a nap in the side bedroom. And she went to bed, took a little nap, woke up. And when she woke up, she saw this like purple haze. She told me it was like a mist around the ceiling and she couldn't move. She couldn't say anything. It was like she was frozen. And she looked over to the left and there was a, a lady standing there mm-hmm. and she heard the words, everything's going to be okay. And then she watched as this woman walked away. But as she turned, there was, she had feathers. It was an angel and disappeared into the wall. And my grandmother was totally awake, totally conscious. She really saw an angel and I believed her. And sh- and, and right after this, my grandfather had some health, uh, major health issues happen yeah where she had to become a caretaker to him for almost a year. And he eventually did get over it and he was great, he healed up, but it was a hard year for her. It was like a a warning that everything was gonna be okay and that those angels are watching over. And so I've always been obsessed with angels and I've always felt like, I also had my own angel experience when I was in high school, which yeah. I haven't ever really talked about, not even in the, I don't even think I talk about in the book, but, and it was something that I can't prove but I knew it was weird and no one else could figure out what I was talking about. Um, you want me to tell you, I mean, I can tell you what happened. Oh God, two, have time.
0: got two <laughs> minutes. Uh, should you want to do it? You want to do Let's it wait. now? Let's I'll wait. wait. Let's yeah, wait. Next. Yeah. All right. Um, the only thing I'll tell you is, and I'll, and I want to share this with you and I've shared it with the audience. Uh, we've got two minutes. Uh, when I was a little girl, my father must have known I was very close to my father because my mom was a narcissist and I don't even remember where she was half the time. It was really weird. But, um, my dad made me giant wings out of coat hangers and plastic. And he put garland all around them. And I had a white, they gave me a sheet and a belt. I'll never forget this. And they were gigantic wings and I must've been maybe nine or 10 years old at the most. And it was Halloween. Oh neat! And they dressed me up as an angel, and it was the strangest thing because, as a child, that's all I ever wanted to be.
1: That is so cool. Yeah. See Believe those symbols know. those those experiences were yeah. in your life, you know, from a young yeah. age.
0: Yeah. Did you feel that way too? That you were an angel when you were little?
1: I knew I was different. Yes. And my apparently my my cousins used to babysit me, and they would tell me story. They tell me stories now that. I would have imaginary friends and I'd Got be it. playing when talking to people in my closet and stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't re- I don't remember, you know, but they said that I was, I would say things and it would kind of scare them, you know, cause I would know things and I don't remember being real little, but I know now I know things sometimes and I dream things and, and I right. know I'm, I know that it's a message. Let me just say that. I think that I've always felt like there were angels watching over me. Yes. Right. right. Um, when well, we and come I'm,
0: back, I want you to tell your story about high school. You guys have been yes. with Carmen Turner Shot The book is The Mysteries of the 12th Astrological House. This is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity. We will be right back.
2: Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road.
0: Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago, as a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use, and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com, that's dot tcom Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's a situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with Compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyourout.com. That's com.
2: We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road.
0: All right, this is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm back here today with Carmen Turner Shot. We're having a wonderful conversation about angels. And, Carmen, What's your story that happened when you were in high school? You were going to tell us.
1: Yes. So it's kind of connected. So the, in the book, I talk a little bit about it. One night I I woke up um, after a basketball game, I'd gone to bed and I always had to have my door, fa- my bed face the door with it open with the nightlight on. Right. And we lived in a small house and I remember going to sleep and I woke up in the night and I looked over and there was a huge glowing ball light in my doorway about the size of a, a bigger than a softball. And it was glowing yellow, white, translucent, and I—I I was frozen. I couldn't—I couldn't yell for my mother. I couldn't move. I would laid there for hours watching it, and eventually, it released me. I was able to yell for my mother, and she saw it too. I finally had a witness, right? You know, I wasn't—you know—just uh, my imagination wasn't just my imagination. So she said that maybe it was a lightning bug. Maybe someone oh. showed me right? <laughs> <it. laughs> She was like trying to get me to go back to sleep. And I'm like, it's not, it's huge. And then it took down the hall and it came back. And the only thing I had control of was my mind. And I kept praying, please don't have it come in my room. Cause I was afraid of the unknown. But right. now after that happened, I knew, I knew it was an angel. I knew that it was, it was something looking out for me. I, I, and I kind of hit myself now that I, that I was afraid because it was just because it was like, the unknown. I mean, to see something like that, right? And I and I didn't understand. Well, that same year, a couple months after I saw this glowing uh, orb, um, I started dreaming things. And then a friend of mine's father passed away suddenly. And we had a school trip. And this is a really strange story. I don't think I've talked about this since I talked about it with him years ago. Yeah. Um, but we went, um, we had a psychology class and we went to a state mental hospital, okay, to do a tour. Yeah, oh, this was God. like, Part of our thing. This was 1993, right? I mean, <laughs> that's like <good laughs> so, so. we go to the state mental hospital in in Missouri, right? And okay. with our class, <laughs> and we go and meet the patients. And at the time, you know, I was interested in being a psychologist and a counselor, so I was all excited about it. And mm-hmm. we went and we got to play games. Everyone had a part. Okay, everyone was uh, had a patient except me and my friend Steven. And I thought, well, that was kind of weird. Why does everyone have a patient but we don't? So we were playing ping pong, right, at this ping pong table. And he was someone that always would joke around and everything was funny and a joke. So he never would let you know he was upset. But I knew his dad had just passed away and um, and I was kind of worried about it. Well, this guy walks up with this plaid shirt on, jeans, and um, starts saying, can I play with you? Well, I thought it was a patient, right? They, I mean, it wasn't a doctor. They weren't. A, so I'm like, OK, so we're playing with this guy. He, called, he said, my name is David. And he starts telling my friend, Steven, I haven't been the same since my dad died and all this stuff. And the whole thing was strange. And Stephen looks at me and, and and the guy was really trying to talk with him. Then the guy says something strange. Everything's going to be okay. And he walks away and I'm like, where'd he go? And Steven said, I don't know. And I went up to my teacher. Where did that guy go? David, he was with us. They didn't know who I was talking about. They said there was no one in there. The patients weren't allowed to leave the room. So I, because I'm a 12th pastor, I said it was an angel in human form. This is what yeah. I, I, no one could convince me. Otherwise it was the whole thing. I'm not even telling it as creepy as it was to him yeah. and me. And he said, how, what was going on? I said, "Stephen, I believe that was an angel. And they were there for you for a message to help you uh, grieve your dad. And he said, that was the weirdest thing that ever happened. He was saying weird stuff to me. And, and I just knew because no one knew where it was. And I got upset. Where did he go? No one could answer me. And and he just disappeared. And it was just me and Steven again. And I think it was an angel in human form. I know. Yes. I think. So I too.
0: Yeah. And I've had a, I've had things like that happen, too. I'll just mention yeah. what I really want to talk to you about is, um, you know, so our mission this is what I feel. I just want to. I want to throw a couple of things at you. I feel like God sent us down here to help humanity, but also to help ourselves because we were He created us. This is my feeling. He created us so loving and so giving that we didn't learn boundaries. We didn't learn how to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think our mission is to love ourselves. And once we do, yes. and we're so connected with God, then then we are at peace. Yes. So would you believe that, too?
1: I believe that. And the thing about the 12th house is it's the house of karma. And so we tend to we tend to take on everybody else's karma and bring it into our own. And then I had a teacher tell me once, stop taking on other people's karma. Their lessons are their own because we have our own karma our mm-hmm. own lessons mm-hmm. and we have to learn that we're not really helping people if we just take it from them, do it for them, do it for them or take their pain from them. Sometimes right. people need to feel bad. Sometimes they need to feel that what that feels like.
0: Yeah. And, and I think um, yeah. and I just want to ask you something energetically. I think I had that with my ex-husband and I just want to ask you a question. This is a, sure. it's been on my mind. And so I'll just ask what you think. Sure. So we traveled a lot and we always held hands and he drove and so he always held my left hand mm-hmm. and i feel like i just want to know what you think about this yeah he was going through a lot and um with his you know kids and stuff and i just feel like he constantly drained my energy yeah and that's yeah. why he held my hand all the time i used to think he held my hand cuz he loved me but then um, now i look back and i realized he was taking my energy
1: yeah yeah that that's and that's isn't it yes people people with pain people with problems people that are narcissistic as you said or that are very self-focused um they like to take from 12th house people's energy because they're drawn to our light they're drawn to our kindness and because they lack they lack their their own they're depleted yeah and they want to they they unconsciously, you know, it may not all be deliberate and, you know, right. like like, you know, mischievous, but they they don't know what it is, but they like to touch us. They like to be around us. I, I tell you, everywhere when I go places, people always want to hug me. I know. <laughs> and I and I love to hug people. But then I feel drained sometimes because right. there's they don't even know why they want to hug me and they don't even know why they're coming to hug me. Right. And <laughs> and I'm a hugger anyway, but I, I've learned yeah. to be a little more cautious about right. um protecting my energy field I can still hug people but I'm more conscious of it where the old me was wide open right and I I had no no uh protection of being depleted
0: well it takes a while before okay I just want to say this it takes a while before you realize because you guys realize I had no idea as sharp as I am I had no idea that that's what was going on Yes. And I had written a book on energy. I had no idea. And I think a lot of us don't realize we're angels until we're older. Yeah. Like we yeah. think yeah. we're angels, but we don't really get that confirmation until we're old. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, oh God, this makes so much sense. Now I know my connection yeah. to God. I know yeah. why God's the most important thing in my life, more than anything. Yes. You know. Yes. Now, I mean, you're gonna love this question. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm gonna meet a guy angel.
1: I do too because you will it, this, the thing that happens is we a lot of a lot of times we're meant to to go through these difficult relationships and lose you know have divorce, lose a lose a loved one through early death I mean all kinds of things. Um, so we we get to be strong standing on our own. Right. And in our own connection with our higher power and, and and when we're on our path, then when we're here doing what we're meant to do and we learn what we're meant to learn, then that's when the universe blesses us with healthy relationships or a healthy other angel for you, right? Someone that's that can give to you as you have given to others. And it's it's a equal exchange of friendship and love and companionship and communication and all of those things.
0: I agree. And did that happen for you too?
1: Yes. I mean, I have this. Now my husband is not spiritual like we are. Okay. He, I, he's opposite of me, but he, I knew I, I finally realized after I've been married 23 years, uh-uh. but it is, it has not always been easy. And it has mm-hmm. been because of my chart and my learning was that I had this fantasy of what love should be. Right. And, and what I realized is love is about being able to be rely, rely on someone and have a friendship and know that they're there no matter what. And that's, that's, and my husband is the actually perfect partner that God gave me. And it's kind of funny, uh, the or funny, the story of why I married him so quickly <laughs> when I met him, we met, we only knew each other three months and we were engaged. Wow. And my, I had a spiritual teacher at the time and I, I went and got a past, I got a past life reading, right. A consultation. About about me and him. And he said that my that um, my relationship with my husband, with Rick, would help me find my oneness with God. Quote. And I thought, wow, OK, I'm meant to marry this guy. Right. But Rick. that doesn't. But it had challenges, let me say, because, you know, he had his own life and his own emotional things from his childhood. And mm-hmm. we went through a lot of things. But now it's so good now. And I'm like, he was who I needed. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, I was meant to marry him, right. and for and there was a reason behind it to get me to where I am today at right. 47 years old. But it took a long time for me to finally learn these lessons about what love really is, what romance, all these things, and right. why I'm why I'm really here mm. on this earth. And um, that was the biggest challenge for me was is people. And, and love relationships that people and love, yeah people, yeah, people. Betray,
0: I think the hardest thing and I'll just say this is that the betrayal of people that I never thought would betray me
1: that that is what all almost all 12th house people share with I feel with like them. Jesus
0: I hate to say that That's sounds Oh my so god
1: no I wrote an article about it and 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 I talk about how when Judas betrayed him and kissed him with the you know betrayed him with the kiss it's that symbolism Same it's the thing. symbolism of Pisces it's the symbolism of a Pisces moon how you feel of a 12th houseer they mm. feel that they're betrayed by those that they trusted and loved the most right. that is a common thread yes. but look even even Jesus it happened to him I know. And that's a story. That's why, because we have to learn to forgive and, and it's hard. It's yeah, forgive, easy to forgive. Them, My father for they know not what they do. Yes. And we can, it's easy to forgive people. We don't love and care about that much or don't know, but it's hard to forgive people that we love that wounded us. Now that's true. That's a true test is to really forgive those that we loved.
0: I know right. it's, it's tough. It's tough. And it, it
1: is I'm the golden, rule. the golden, the golden rule, you know, yes. treat others as you want to be treated, as you want to
0: be treated. And Listen, you, know. um, you talk about, we got to get out of here. Cause we're done. We're out of time, but I want to <laughs> get this in before we, we get out of here today. You started a face group, a Facebook group. Excuse me. Uh, yes. I would like it, if you wouldn't mind sharing it. I'm going to join it. I think cool. everybody who is an angel here on Earth who, who has uh, planets in the 12th house, you know, or moon, or sun, or yeah. however it works out. Um, how do how do people join?
1: Yes. So if you go on, go to Facebook. Um, you can find. I have my page, Carmen Turner Shot Author. And you can also find it um, by googling uh, on Facebook. Just search the the twelfth astrological house. Okay. And we got about, I believe we have about fourteen thousand members now from all oh over the world. God. All over the world, uh, angels. Tuesday, all the awesome. angels. Yeah, they are. And it's uh-huh. my peaceful. It's my peaceful group. I always joke because I also have an eighth house astrology group, which is Scorpio group, and they're more uh, intense. And there's a little bit more conflict in there but my 12th house group is peaceful and it's all these sweet people and they're really just seeking help and seeking support and they post things for people to help them and 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 quotes and and it's it's a it's my favorite group so you can join join through facebook the 12th astrological house yes i
0: like it and you guys just so you know there's a high road to humanity group on facebook if you guys ever want to join i have to let you in but hey it's a good one um carmen fabulous book
1: Thank you.
0: Life-changing. This changed my life. Honest thank to God. No, no. Honestly, I had this book and just went, thank you, thank you, thank you. I thanked you this morning. I can't tell you how much it meant to me, and it means to other people to know that there's nothing wrong with us, that we are yes. here <laughs> on earth, and yes. we're here to help God, and we're here to help others. So thank you. Thank you. you. Um, This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity. We'll see you next time. Everybody take care and God bless. Please join me next time on the High Road with stories full of love and hope for our future. You can find High Road to Humanity on TogiNet Radio, spotify apple podcast and now watch the high road on binge tv networks my channel is high road to humanity have a blessed week and know by staying on the high road you will make it to your destination for a psychic empath reading visit my website nancyyou out.com to book your date and time with me i will deliver your messages from the angels and god bless